Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident asshole as always, Ian Cusick. And welcome back, the New Yorker, Bryce. Bryce, welcome back, man. Glad to have you back. It's good to be back, man. For those of you who didn't listen to last episode, Bryce, uh, Bryce recently beat thyroid cancer, had to get surgery for it last episode, so... Uh, even though Steve did a really good job, I'm walking here is just not I'm walking here without Bryce. So, you know, we're gonna be back in the swing of things. Me too kind, man. <laughs> Alright, so first up we're gonna be talking is we're we're gonna go back to the NFL. We had a bit of a weird weird uh order of things when Steve was guest hosting last week, but we're gonna go back to the normal things. And we are gonna be talking NFL, uh week five recaps but before we do that we're gonna talk about our pickums um i did better than bryce this week uh obviously like finally yeah well well hold on now i had a bad week well it's whatever should happen sometimes yeah it should happen so you know we're not gonna we're not gonna hold it against you because you know i am only up one game so that's not much room to be talking shit but um for those of you who don't remember bryce and i picked 12 of the 14 games the same and i picked the two that we didn't agree on right so i went eight and six that week bryce went six and eight leading it to a 39 and 32 and two record for me 38 33 and two record for bryce so bryce is only one game back like i said i had a nine like a nine and five week with a tie by the way uh yeah you've had two nine and five weeks so far and one of them was with a tie. One of them was with a tie. So, I mean, yeah. All right, let's, you know, right. let's recap, yeah, I let's guess. Reca- let's I mean, uh, I never, I couldn't explain why I picked the way I did, but, you know. Hey, man, it, at least it wasn't the worst week we've had yet. No. Well, actually, well it, it was that was probably mine. Week. That was, uh, yeah, that was That me. was, well, no, actually, you had a six and nine week, week three. Uh, how did I even... Oh, bye. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mind. All right. Well, anyways, we're going to just recap. Uh, so, week five. Uh, the first game, Patriots 38, Colts 24. Uh, Tom Brady reaches 500 touchdown passes, which uh, makes me very happy. Bryce you, is probably you, apathetic you literally, to You literally brought this up. That was the Thursday night game? Yes. You literally only brought that up because Tom Brady got his 500 touchdown because we don't even pick the Thursday night games. Yes. Well, of course, you know, the home run, we had to bring it up, but... Could just brought up Brady got 500 touchdowns. You have to bring up the game. It's well, the Colts. I, I always bring up the Thursday night games. It's the Colts. Fair they point. suck. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Well, All anyways, right. Brady... Throws for 500. Josh Gordon catches yeah, first touchdown as a Patriot. Uh, the Colts though. look like the Colts. They fucking suck. <laughs> um, Andrew Luck, though. Andrew Luck looked pretty good against uh, defense well, I mean, that's just very a, inconsistent. Well, the Patriots' defense suck, and Andrew Luck's half-decent. So, like, what yeah, else I'm, is going to happen? I'm, just, I'm not sure how I feel about Andrew Luck that, right now, because, like... Well, I mean, he didn't play for, like, two years. So yeah, I and he's, he's playing good for that, but at the same time, like... Makes you wonder if that injury is going to come back and haunt him eventually. Maybe. It probably will because his line is awful. His line is awful. But uh, shout out to the Colts right guard. I don't remember what his name is, but he broke two vertebrae in that game and he still played the whole game. What a fucking legend. That's fucking awesome. 
that's really not. That's actually kind of stupid. But oh, it's stupid, for, but like props to him for, playing for, him for being a, a a professional tough guy. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to the next game, another AFC East, AFC South game. Bills thirteen, Titans twelve. It's just I, I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just move on. It's yeah, so fucking on. ugly. That score is just ugly. That that game was not good. No. Props to the Bills on winning another game, though. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are so disrespectful. Uh, Bengals 27, Dolphins 17. Yeah, um, we know. We just know who's just going to happen. Yep, the Dolphins. You know, everyone was high on the Dolphins yeah. for beating, no, they on weren't. <laughs> beating on weak competition. Uh, did you not see the Dolphins fans? They're all saying, oh, this is our year. Uh, there's like eight. Okay, yeah, but those eight Dolphins fans were all saying this was our year. It's no, nobody thinks that. No one thinks that, but those eight Dolphins no. fans. No, yeah, exactly. Only Dolphins fans think that, man. Yeah, but they were talking shit, and you know the Bengals. Bengals are the actually a decent team, so. Yep. That's really weird, but whatever. <laughs> uh, next game: Browns twelve, Ravens nine. The Browns have won multiple Just, games. Uh, and, it's just another just absolutely ugly, boring win. There were a lot of ugly games this week. Yeah, it's just how it is. I mean, listen, Brown's winning, you know. I think we should get used to it a little more than we obviously were, but they're still not really, like, anything incredible. I don't think. Do you think the Browns can make it as a wildcard team? No. You don't think so? No, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Hmm. to the Raiders. Well, I mean, they should have won that game. I don't care about would have, should have, whatever. They still lost to the Raiders, and the Raiders are terrible. The Raiders are terrible, but... You know. <laughs> like, but you have Derek Carr put 45 points on your head. You're not... Come on. Not even 2017 Derek Carr, where, like, he was really good. No, this Derek Carr. Fucking yards after catch car. <laughs> All right, next game. Uh, keeping with the ugly games trend, Lions 31, Packers 23. This good wasn't really... The only, the only thing that was ugly about this game was Mason Crosby. Yeah, but that he was very, very fucking Yeah, ugly but I mean, listen... It, I can give a pass to Mason Crosby, though. Well, he's I mean, Mason Crosby. I yeah, mean, he's, he's Mason legend. Crosby, and he's really good. But he also got the Golden Sombrero for missed kicks. That's just not the thing. I know it isn't, but I heard that term, and someone someone used that term about it because he missed five kicks. I know it's a baseball. That's thing, above. But... That's above a Golden Sombrero. That's fucking. I don't know. There's not a term for that one. I mean, he was like one for six on kicks, so like. I don't know, man. He's Mason Crosby. He's a legend, but you know, he's probably ended that nearing the end of his career. So it is what it is. That's just crazy. Like, if you told me three or four years ago that Mason Crosby would miss five kicks in a game, four. Of them I mean, I, 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 five years ago, if you told me Crosby was still going to be in the league, I probably would have been like, "Yeah, right." Crosby's been, not that old, is he? He's been around. He's been here a while. He's only 34. So in kicker years, that's like 24. I don't know about that. I think, you know, 
we kind of have the Venetary thing because Venetary's like 45. And we all think all these good kickers could be Venetary. I mean, some kicker. You got to understand, though, when you're a kicker, like, your career can end in one game. Oh, it absolutely can. So. But, like, if you can keep yourself me, healthy, you can play until you're you 45. You told me like a kicker Venetary. was going to last this long? Is probably wouldn't have believed you. I, I mean, I think... Do you think that Vinatieri could play until he's 50, though? No. You don't think so? No. I, I don't think so. I'm in the minority here. If he can, if he can keep uh, if he can keep himself healthy, I think I, I know his job is literally just kick, but there's got to be a point. I guess you're right, but I, I'm still a firm believer that Vinatieri could go until he's 50. If there's anyone that could play at a high level at a high well, age, well, he has the best chance. Yeah, thirty forty-five. Yeah. All right. What's in the next game you got? Next game us? I got Chiefs 30, Jaguars 14. Yeah, Blake Bortles just an absolute ass. <laughs> um, this is the Blake Bortles we uh, we expected. You know, just as we start talking well, highly about Blake okay. Bortles, here's my thing: Blake Bortles literally is. I I don't know how he's employed, but he. I, I just I can't even believe it. He made the Chiefs defense look good, and they're not. They're not good at all. They struggle. They have a decent front, but they do not those, have yeah, a secondary. Those, those DBs, because like Eric Berry didn't play, right? I don't remember if he played or not. I know he's still. hurt. I don't know if he played. Well, he's, I mean, he's always hurt. Eh, that's a sad truth. But, um, Respect him though. One oh, of the I, best. I love it. I love Eric Berry, but you're not wrong that he is always hurt. It's a damn shame, but it's just how it is. But um, anyways, did you <laughs> did you see that play where like he um he threw such a bad pass, like bounced off his lineman's helmet, and the Chiefs yeah. picked it off. Oh my yeah. god, that was I did. that was bad. I mean, if was, if you ever heard of a quarterback doing it. Is Blake Bortles not the first quarterback you would think of to do something Actually, like that? Actually, Eli did it against the Jags week one, so. Yeah, but you wouldn't necessarily think of Eli at first point. You'd probably think of Blake Bortles, Oh, yeah, right? I would. Really? Oh, no, i think of Eli immediately because he's that bad. You really would? Yes. Huh. You see, I would I would think of Blake Bortles or, like, Mark Sanchez. Granted, well, Sanchez, Sanchez isn't in the Well, fumble. Everybody always remembers Sanchez for the butt fumble. True. Sanchez is actually a decent QB for a People forget years. that Mark Sanchez beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, just another string of absolute bums Tom Brady loses to in the playoffs. <laughs> seems like, it seems like fucking everybody. It seems like the only QBs that beat Brady in the playoffs are bad ones. And Peyton Manning sometimes. Well, Peyton Manning's pretty fucking bad in the postseason most of the time. Well, Peyton Manning, well, I mean, he still got Brady a couple times. Yeah, he did get Brady a couple times. And I'm not I mean, Sanchez, Eli twice, and Nick Foles. Like, Nick Foles wasn't even bad, though. I mean... No, yeah, he no, he was good for three games. That man is the definition of some mid. <laughs> he was good for the playoffs. And the Pez defense sucked just enough that the Eagles could win that game. It still irritates me that if we have that 2016 defense, we win that game. Eh, probably. 
I don't even know about that. If you had Hightower, you probably won that game. I mean, Hightower this season hasn't even been that great. He hasn't been setting the edge that well. He hasn't been blitzing very hard. It's probably slowing down. Probably. Well, what's the next game? Yeah, next game, Jets 34, Broncos 16. We got this one wrong, but... Whatever. The Browns. Matter. The Broncos. I almost called them the Browns. They're playing like what we'd expect out of the Browns, but... Um, their offense isn't that good, so... No. Isaiah Crowell, though, he had 15 carries, 220 yards, and a touchdown. That was a game. Yeah, I mean... Wouldn't expect that from Crowell. Yeah, this is the same Crowell that was like... Been on like how many teams in the NFL now? I don't know. He's been everywhere. He's been everywhere. It seems like every year he's with a new team. Um, Broncos is just irrelevant. So I mean, kind of boring. I think uh, Peyton retiring just kind of ruined the Broncos. You know? No, they were they're ruined before that. This their defense hit it. I mean, their defense does not look good now. Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck. It's like the Giants in 2016 can't bank on the defense forever, right? Yeah, exactly. That That's exactly it. Except yeah, there's some, the Broncos some the offensive Bowl. production. Yeah, that offense is just dead. I just don't get it. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's nobody. They actually have some decent receivers and backs, too, but they're just, they don't have a QB. Yeah. Case Kingdom just isn't. I, I called it back when that deal was made that Case Keenum is going to be a bust in Denver. They thought, I mean, they thought Paxton Lynch was the guy. I mean, well, I mean that's that's different. This is drafting a guy, you know. Drafting anybody is a gamble, you know. I mean, well, listen, been... I maybe maybe if I was a GM and I needed QB, I would have believed in Case Keenum after the uh, after the miracle game too. So I don't know. I mean, I can understand that, but at the same time, you've seen Case Keenum before he was in Minnesota. You have to think, okay, maybe this Case Keenum is just a product of Pat Shermer's offense. And well, have, yeah, having well, Adam Thielen and Stephon Look how that's turning out in fucking New York. I don't think so. Yeah, well, that that's just completely different. Like, I, I can't explain what's going on in New York, but... When you, when you have an offense that's revolved around Adam Thielen, uh, Stephon Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph... Along with Dalvin Cook, you know, that's... No, they didn't have Cook. I know they didn't I know Cook towards his own, but... Well, no, when when Cook was there, you, you noticed that, like, the Minnesota... Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I don't want to talk about the Broncos. I want to move on. You know what, that's probably a good point. I'm going way in too deep with this for a team that's not making the playoffs. It's just so fucking irrelevant. <laughs> uh, Steelers 41, Falcons 17. Um, both of these teams are supposed to be good, neither of them are good. Well, the Steelers, well, the Falcons defense sucks, so I'm not surprised. James Conner, though. I, I want to talk about James Conner for just a little well, bit. Yeah, he tears the fuck up out of these awful defenses. Yeah. Props to him, I mean, you know? I mean, for, I, dude. Come he, has, he has a big thing, or he has like a big weight on his shoulders, you know? When Le'Veon's not playing, he's got a big okay. role in this he, offense. Yeah, he's teared up these awful defenses. So he goes, he goes against any mid to good defense and he's non-existent has he had i mean sure that's probably right but at the same time he's still putting up really good numbers for a guy who like no one really thought much of they think of Le'Veon, and it's like oh shit well we, we knew they were we knew they had to run the ball i mean big ben's not good anymore no nah, he's washed 
then watch. So they, whoever was in the running, whoever got the start was going to get touches. It didn't matter who, if it was Bell or Connor. I mean, I'm just happy that at least he's producing with these touches. You could have just, you know, had a guy that's averaging yeah, like two and a half yards you know, he's not, he's not like being a bum, but he's not really doing great against good defenses either. So. Fair enough. All right. Anyways, uh, Panthers 33, Giants 31. Um, is what it is. The Giants got robbed. I'm going to say it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We suck. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're losing. We need that higher pick anyway, so it's whatever. <laughs> Losing's winning. Damn, it's... So glad, so glad we got our ticket seller, but, you know, no it's, talent on the team, so... It's week five and we're already embracing the tank. Oh, absolutely. Bro, we're getting embarrassed right now, and... Oh, I, I don't even have the game up right now. Well, I mean, I, I was watching a little before, just getting smacked around, per usual. It's just, you know, may as well tank. I mean, we need a QB, and it's never been clearer. I mean, it was clear last year, but I guess now it's really evident. It's, it's, like, it's like, how many excuses can you come up with before you run out? I think that's kind of the thing. So you think Eli is the biggest problem on this team right now? Yes, I'm not even a doubt in my mind. He's he's awful. I don't care. You could you could complain about the line. You can complain about anything else. It's all Eli's fault. Every every facet of what's wrong with the New York Giants comes back to Eli. Maybe not the defensive problems, obviously not, but Eli is the biggest issue. So. If you're the Giants, do you give Kyle Oletta the start sometime soon to see what he can do? I I don't know. It depends. I mean, I wouldn't mind that happening, but at the same time, you know, I don't want... It's like, okay, <laughs> I want you to think about it like the Cowboys, right? right. Remember what happened with Dallas? They drafted yeah. Zeke, and then they just took a shot on some fourth rounder, right? It's exactly the same scenario. We drafted Barkley and took a shot on some fourth rounder. I don't remember if Loretta was in like the third or fourth round. I thought Loretta was a little bit later. I, I don't remember, but it's it's the still it's the still the same scenario. It's it's okay. Well, our starter's not good enough, so let's put in the backup. I'm kind of afraid of like him ending up like Dak. You know? Yeah, Dak. Because like they Dak's bought the farm right now. They bought the farm on Dak after his rookie year, and he hasn't put up anything since. So I don't want to buy the farm on Loletta, and then he doesn't play good. Well, obviously that. you have to see if Loletta can even produce, because I don't think anyone yeah, predicted what true. Dak did in 2016 to be anywhere close yeah. to what Dak was. Maybe Dak's just like Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you give him expectations, he'll he'll. Be awful, but if you expect nothing, he'll just be great. That maybe. that could be it. Maybe that's and just it. Maybe Lillette is just a new Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, I don't fucking. Maybe. I don't know. Alright, anyways, Chargers 26, Raiders 10. Um, I just don't even want to. We saw this one this coming. That just, just talk about on. Uh, just, like the one good game this week, Vikings twenty three, Eagles twenty one. Yeah, Vikings look pretty good, and the Eagles looked pretty not good. Well, yeah, I won't say they, they didn't look, look not good. 
Well, I just, I'm dismissing that because, you know, they just, they're the Eagles. They'll figure it out, I guess. I really hope they don't win again, though. They're not going to win again, this Eagles team. No, this, no, they're, I don't think they're good enough this year. They I think now that they're playing themselves. real teams on the schedule, it's like. Yeah, like the, the scary New York football giants. Well, I mean, they play them every year, obviously. I don't know. I, the Eagles don't look like they did last year, but, you know, it's whatever. I think the Rams, they're still going to. Yeah, I think the Rams still have the easiest, uh, the easiest route to the playoffs. I, I don't think well, anyone's going to argue. It's not even because the Rams are, like, you know, like, have an easy schedule or anything. It's just they're just so damn good. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, though, they only beat Seattle by two. Yeah, I was gonna. That's the next game I was gonna bring up. Rams thirty three, Seahawks thirty one. Um, well, you see, this divisional battle is always tough, so I'm kind of just gonna write that off. I don't really. I don't think this is a warning sign or anything. They still oh, put up 30, 33. I mean, that's a lot. So yeah, I, really I kind of just kind of just chalk it up to this is a tough game because it's a division rivalry and is. I wouldn't worry about the Rams. Yeah, no, Todd Gurley, you know, he had a hell of a game. Jared Goff, doing good. Um, the Rams are, they should still be the favorites to win the Super Bowl, I would think. Yeah, they will be. It is a little early, but I think it's safe to say that they are the favorites right now. They're just the most complete team in the NFL They're right now. They're probably the favorites once they got, like, Sue and Peters and Tlaib. And well, Tlaib's on IR right now. I don't know if he's done for the year, if he's eligible to come back. I, I don't know, but still, I mean, they were probably the favorites in the offseason. They're kind of just proving oh, yeah. right? Oh, definitely. All right. All right. Cardinals 49ers. Cardinals 49ers. The only thing I'm going to say about this game, because it's literally irrelevant, is I got it wrong, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to talk about it because it's just so irrelevant. (laughs) I really don't want to talk about it either because who gives a fuck about this? I got it wrong, and that's all you need to know. It's just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Shout out Josh Rosen, though. I love you still. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Rosen for getting his first win. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was. And shout out the Cardinals for finally getting a win this season. Well, we'll probably the, get three more. It's, it's kind of an asterisk win because, you know. Yeah. They'll continue, continue. Uh, Texans 19, Cowboys 16. Please stop putting the Cowboys on primetime football. Uh, skip. Skip this one. Just skip. Is that a uh, skip, I hear? This, this is just a skip. Yep. A skip. This is, oh my god, this is the worst game of the week, and it was prime time. <laughs> they need to stop putting the Cowboys on prime time. They need to stop, yeah. Please stop putting NFC East teams in prime time. We're really not that good. <laughs> they put the, they put the Cowboys in prime time on Sunday night. Then they put the Redskins in prime time. They got demolished, and now the Eagles are whipping the Giants in prime time. It's a shit game. Like, stop putting us in prime time. We're not good. It w- Nobody cares. Really, though? Like, like who wanted to, other than Drew Brees, like, in the the yards record, who wanted to watch the Saints and Redskins play on Monday night? No one. No one asked for that. I I just don't even know who decides these things. Like I know that you want to keep you want to give every. That team. wasn't. That's not an interesting game even before the season starts. No, it really isn't. So like, why? I I don't know. I I'm just gonna say this. If I was in charge of making these schedules, 
I probably would do it based on who would actually give a shit about these games. You know, like... It's not like anyone cares about the Redskins. Probably right. I mean, you know, it's... There's just nothing interesting about these games. Obviously, the only really interesting thing about this game was that Drew Brees went off... Broke the NFL passing yards record. Yeah, but we all knew he was going to. Like, yeah. That's not a surprise. Oh, well, of course. Like, Damn, man. Just stop putting the NFC East in prime time. Uh, anyways, did you see that there was a... Wasn't there a... Um, there was like a penalty that they threw after the play on um, when Breeze broke the record? Because I think they... Was it for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct or delay a game? I don't remember. I just saw that they threw a penalty flag, and I just thought that was really funny because, like, you know, they're out here celebrating that he broke one of the impossible records to break, and the refs still uh, throw a flag on it. <laughs> if it's a flag, it's a flag. I want to do ignore it. Uh, yeah, actually, I would if I was an NFL official. Let him, let him celebrate. That's why he'll never be an NFL official. I wasn't planning on it, but, you know... Let's just pick the games this week. Right, yeah, let's, let's go on. Uh, so right now, obviously, we're not going to be talking. Uh, we're not going to be talking week, or we're not going to be talking the Thursday night games because we're recording on Thursday. It's already decided. It's already decided. Bryce says um, it's twenty-four to six. Twenty-four to six. ESPN saying it's twenty-one to six. What the hell? It's twenty-four to six. They made a field goal, I believe. Twenty-four to six. I thought I said I thought it said twenty-four to six too when I was looking. It is. It but is. That is just weird. ESPN. What's your, what's, what, what are we opening with? What's the first We're game? Opening with Buccaneers Falcons. Atlanta favored by three. God, oh my goodness! Two weeks, three weeks ago, this is the game of the year at this point. Yeah, and now it's who gives a fuck. And now no one cares. Who the fuck's even gonna start for Tampa Winston? Uh, I believe it's. I believe it is Winston. I'm just gonna Atlanta, I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Both these teams suck. <laughs> uh, you know, I a... mean, Atlanta's offense, I guess, is better and more like set up. So, I mean, it is a shame that like because this game, like you said, would be one of the games of the week a, a few weeks ago, and now no one really cares about this game because like yeah, no one give a shit. The Falcons have no defense. Fitzmagic is gone. So. Magic's already done. So, alright. Falcons, I guess. I'm taking, the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons, too. They're just the more complete team. Um, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, Matt, I think Matt Ryan is just better than whoever Tampa's going to throw well, out there. Yeah, no shit. I mean, come on. <laughs> to be fair, that Falcons defense is a bunch of tackle dummies, though. <laughs> I wouldn't even be stunned if Tampa Bay won this game, but I'm still going to pick yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, the way this season's been going, and whenever we try to pick the Falcons, it seems like they just start uh, going flat. They just so. collapse on themselves. We'll see what Steve Sarkeesian can throw up for uh, Matt Ryan and company this week. I'm going to say three goal line fades to Julio, and then uh, probably... No, goal three. line fades to Julio. No, they're going to throw goal line fades to, like... They'd throw goal line fades to Mohamed Sanu before they throw goal line fades to Julio. You know, I mean, Steve Sarkeesian will probably think of something crazy. He'll probably overmanage, and then the Falcons just blow it in the last minute. I think, I think we're getting too in-depth in this game because it's just irrelevant. Fair point. All right, Steelers-Bengals. Um, 
Cincinnati favored by two at home. And I'm taking that because... Yeah, I'm taking that too. Pittsburgh is just... Pittsburgh's, <laughs> Pittsburgh's terrible. And Cincinnati is actually looking pretty decent. But I don't think... I don't think Big Ben's going to beat this team. I mean, this might be a shootout. It might not be a shootout. But I think the Bengals, at the end of the day, can just hang. They can beat this team. Steelers are only that good. You know, just shut down AB. You know, James Conner, if you can just stuff the run. I, I, yeah, I, I can see the... I can't see the Steelers winning this game because I don't think their defense is good enough. I don't think so. Do you think A.J. Green has another big game, though? Oh, A.J. Green's probably going to explode. I think so, too. I mean, he has been all year. He's having a great year. Yeah, you know, I was it your striker that said uh, A.J. Green's a top-five wide receiver in the NFL? I right did, because yeah, he you is. Said that. Yeah, he absolutely is this year. He got 409 yards right now. Yeah. Fucking beast. And he's also got, like, an ass load of touchdowns, too. And he's got five, yeah. That's pretty good for Pretty sure that's leading the NFL right now. I think A.B. A- is the same amount, but... You know, that's that's not exactly bad company to be in, though. Oh no, absolutely not. All right, next game: Chargers at Browns. Cleveland favored at home. Cleveland favored at home. The Chargers are gonna win because I I can't stand this. Cleveland is not that good. The Chargers are. Philip Rivers is having an MVP caliber year. I mean, you're not uh, that. Yeah, 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 I can agree with that. He, like, this team is so disrespected. The Chargers are actually good. Like, it's they're not some gimmick team. These guys are good football players. They got talent. The Chargers are going to win this game easily. I don't even think it'll be a competition. Well, this is a big prove-it game for the Browns, for people who aren't sure if they're for real or not yet. I don't know if they are for real yet, but I really want to see Baker Mayfield succeed. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Browns here, but you're I taking don't, the Browns I'm based taking on the Browns. like what you want to see, not what you think you're gonna see. Which is I'm not I'm not sure yet. That's why I'm going off what I want to see because I'm not sure if this Browns seems for real yet. Uh, I like sure to think they're for real. Chargers are gonna Chargers are gonna whoop them. Man. You're probably right, but. I want to think that the, this Browns team is going to be for real. I want to think they're going to come out firing. They're going to see that, hey, we're being competitive in these games. I mean, Baker hasn't really shown me much that would tell me that that's the case. I'm so. I'm just I'm going to say that the Browns... I, I'm trying to word this the right way. Because there's so one way I'm trying to... want them to be good. I want them to be good, and I think... That if the Browns come out firing against this Chargers team, I think they can do uh, it. Yeah, but I think the Chargers' defense is still a little too good, so I don't see it happening. Guess we'll have to see. I mean, there's got to be some reason why they're favored right now. And maybe it's because they're at home. Oh, because they're, they're hype beasts. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is the case. Maybe I'm just fucking delusional. But, um... You just want to see Baker succeed. I don't blame you, but... Yeah, you got reality set in sometimes. Alright, here's here's my... I think this is my who gives a fuck game of the week. Seahawks at Raiders. Seahawks favored on the road by two and a half. I'll take them. I'll take Seattle on that uh, one. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to take Seattle. Raiders, Raiders look like shit. <laughs> I've been... 
They just don't look good. No, they fucking suck. <laughs> Seattle, I think Seattle wins this easily. I think two and a half is ridiculous. I think they'll win by like ten. Well, I think they're more. being safe with the line here because Seahawk, the Seattle, Seattle has not looked good this season. Yeah, it's the Raiders. I mean, especially with the Raiders, though. I mean, like they, the Seahawks should win this handily. Yeah, they, they probably will. Yeah. Uh, here's what I would have thought would have been a who-gives-a-fuck game at the beginning of the season, but it's actually going to be a pretty decent enough game. Uh, Bears at Dolphins. Chicago favored by 3.5 on the road, which I'm going to take because I think the Bears are just a much better team. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears as well. I don't think their defense is going to let the Dolphins do anything. Yeah, no, they're they're not going to let Miami breathe. But it should no. at least be an interesting enough game. Nah, I mean, it's still Miami at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. Bears look good, though, so I'm going to take them. Yep. And they're coming off the bye, probably feeling good and rested. And, you know, I don't, you know, Ryan Tannehill, they get to beat up on some mid. <laughs> uh, they're ready to go. I, th- I, I think Ryan Tannehill's maybe a cut above mid. Not too much no. above mid. Not no. too much above mid. But you no, know, you mid. you called Case Keenum mid. If you fair. opened, if you open the dictionary and looked at the word mid, there's a picture of Ryan Tannehill. Well, I mean, you compare you called uh, Case Keenum mid earlier. I don't because think it's very. Is. I don't think it's very fair to compare or to put Tannehill and Keenum in the same category. How is it not? I think Tannehill is at least a cut above Keenum because at least Tannehill's at least you know. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, no. he lost his number one receiver. To a trade this season, and he's working with like Kenny Stills and Devonte Parker. Uh, mid. Mm, all right then. Mid QB gets mid receivers. Guess I'm not gonna shake you on that one, but whatever. Uh, moving on to what's gonna be my lock of the week: um, Vikings Cardinals. Because yeah, come on, man. wow, poor poor Rosen. I mean. I'm just gonna say, last time I made the Vikings. What, my pick, what was okay? Uh, I got actually, actually, I made two locks of the week, and I'm over two. Like I, I think we both little, made it. I think we both made our locks of the week. I, it was week the same. Out. No, because we picked the Bengals. I remember I picked the Bengals and Falcons to be a lock, and the Bengals won. And then I picked the Vikings and Bills to be a lock, and the Bills won. I right, Cardinals are this game. No, come on, man. the Vikings are winning this game pretty easily. I mean, we did say that when the line was, like, Minnesota favored by 17 or something against the Bills. Yeah, it was the biggest upset ever, but I don't care. I mean, I, I agree with you. The Vikings are going to win this game. They <laughs> are my lock. But it would be kind of funny if two rookie quarterbacks named Josh both take the Vikings when we make them their, our, lock the, our locks of the week. Josh Allen might not even be the best Josh Allen in the NFL. That's right. Year. There's going to be a Josh Allen coming into this year's draft <laughs> class. might so. not even be the best Josh Allen in the NFL next year. Oh, that's Whatever. that's incredible. All right, next game we right. already know. Yeah, so next game we are going Colts Jets. Uh, who cares? What a, what a fucking shit game this is. I'm going with the Jets. <laughs> I'm going with the Colts, but who cares? <laughs> who really cares? You know, I mean, like, I, I, it's just incredible. Everyone was so high on the Jets after they beat the Lions because everyone was so high on the Lions. Jets actually, I don't know, they're inconsistent. They're too inconsistent for me to really be high on them. And the Colts, I mean, the Colts were at least somewhat competitive with the Patriots. That's because the Patriots' defense sucked. Jets' defense is actually a little better than Pat's defense. 
Yeah, I would agree. So I'm I'm taking Jets. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the Colts just because I I do think that Andrew this, Luck is gonna pull. You love Andrew Luck. Uh, I'm not the hugest Andrew Luck. You fan. have a I I honestly think you have a fat head of Andrew Luck above your bed because you pick the Colts like every single week. I mean, I pick I would have picked the Patriots the week before. <laughs> I mean, uh, we all know you're you know you get the you got the Patriots playbook instead of the Bible in your in your dresser, man. I already know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you pray to those. You pray to those gods. I pray. I pray to uh, Belichick and Brady. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I don't have a Bible. I I'm not really religious, but uh, you know. Well, let's let's not even get into this. Religion. Is, yeah, this is about to get into. Uh, All right, next game. Uh, oh Panthers God, Redskins suck. All of these games suck. Um, they're a lot better than last week's. Is it um, is Carolina Washington really like good content? Like, is that really what you want to see? No, I'm not saying it's what I want to see. I'm just saying it's not as bad as uh. I, Washington's favored, I see. Washington is favored. That is interesting. I'm taking the Panthers. I'm but, taking the Panthers know. too because the Panthers have looked a lot better. Well, than the Redskins I mean, have. they're about to look really smart or really stupid on this next pick. So, so let's get to it. Uh, last one o'clock game. Bills at Texans. Texans favorite. Oh, never mind. Uh, next game. I'm. You know, I don't even know. Who the fuck do I pick here? I guess Texans. <laughs> Texans I mean, are favored by ten right now, so they're I, very high on yeah, that. Yeah, that's not. Re I mean, that's not really like the Bills could win this game. The Bills could win this game. Ten's kind of ridiculous. I take the. That's an easy under, but I, I'm taking the Texans still. Yeah, it's a very low over under too. It's only a forty-one. So like. All right, I want you to get to the Rams Denver because I. That's that was the next game. I already feel like I need to explain myself. Oh brother, that's a good sign. Because because the only I'm taking Denver, and the only reason there is the there is one reason only I'm taking Denver. Why is Twenty that? degrees, two to three inches of snow. Oh my god! Listen. The Rams, the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I'd be stunned if their roster has ever seen snow. Well, Cook's played in really, for a season, so he knows. So he's been in snow. At least. I really think the Browns can win this game solely because it's just gonna fucking snow. Like that's the only reason I think they can wow. win this game. You know what? I never actually. If it ends up, if it ends up not snowing, I'm gonna look like such an idiot. But I really think because the the weather report says two to three inches of snow and like twenty degrees at high at game time, I really think that's gonna make the brown uh, the Broncos win. Wow, you know, I actually when I when I make my picks for that this, makes sense, right? Like that makes yes. logical sense. I'm gonna say when I because like at these I picks, felt crazy thinking about that, but it actually does make sense to me. Yeah, when I'm making these picks, I don't usually go through the weather because I don't really think of it as much of a factor. It, it popped up on my timeline, and I kind of thought about it, and I'm like, huh? You know, I don't think the Rams are gonna be really good in snow. You know, I never thought. I mean, the Rams are favored by seven on the road right now. I know but, um, I, that's understandable because it's the Rams and this is the Broncos, but two to three in 
and 20 degrees high during the game time. That's, that is... Yeah, that's, I, yeah, I think the Broncos could win this game. Yeah, I, I'm definitely seeing your point that um, this could definitely be a dangerous game for the Rams. This is, this is, I mean, listen, the Rams are, no matter the outcome of this game, the Rams are going to be fine unless somebody goes down. Which, ha- but, which can happen in the snow. So. Which, yes, that can happen. But if they're if they just come out of this game all healthy with a loss, they'll be fine. It won't matter. So you're saying this is a bigger game for the Rams to make sure they don't get hurt rather than winning or losing? Yes, this this is a like I would honestly, I as long as everybody, I would just try and keep everybody healthy. I wouldn't really even care about the one this week. They don't. I mean, they don't really need it. They're four, or are they four, five? They're five and zero, right? Yeah, they're five and zero. Yeah, so I mean, who cares? Just keep everybody healthy. <laughs> yeah, you know they've all but got. Well, I won't say they've all got, but got the division clinch. But like realistically, I mean the division sucks. Realistically, so, I should have this division locked up. Soon <laughs> I mean, listen, their division sucks, and this is not a division game, so they can they they don't really need to win. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, anyways, next game: Jaguars, Cowboys. Cool, uh, you know, what? I'm, cool I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait because did I mention I was, I'm picking the Rams this week? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, well, kind of figure. I have now, so I do think the Rams are gonna win this game. But cool. your point I, can is we just talk about? Have we? Can I talk about these two 425 games real quick? Yes, let's talk. Because one is games. Jacksonville and Dallas, right? Yes. That nobody wants to watch. That. I'm. I'm, oh, in, I'm surprised that Jacksonville's sure, favorite. Make sure you. Make sure you tune into Blake Bortles versus Dak Prescott. Like, dude, no one gives a fuck. Like, who wants to watch that? That's so shit. I mean, dude, come on. And then Baltimore, Tennessee. Like, yeah. who is who wants to watch that? No like, one does. Dude, these late games blow. I'm 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 taking Jacksonville and I'm taking Tennessee, but. Who cares? No one does. Honestly, these these schedules suck. Like, why not just make like Pittsburgh, Cincinnati a four o'clock game, and make like Baltimore, Tennessee a one o'clock game? Like, honestly, how hard is that? Why couldn't they do that? Makes no sense. Are they allowed to flex games? Like, I know they're they allowed have, to flex games yes, for prime time. Can, yes. I don't know if they're allowed to flex 1 o'clock games into the 4 o'clock slots, are they? Yes, they I can? think they absolutely can, but I don't they know why they wouldn't. They should start doing it, then, with, like, these games. Cause, like, Nobody wants to watch the Ravens and Titans play at 425. Like, these are, the, these are the games that, like, I, I want to be, like, waking up from my hangover from Saturday night at, like, I don't want to be, like, what? well, all right. These are the games I'd want to be waking up from a hangover from because I wouldn't be in a mood to be watching Rams. Okay, the only reason Rams Broncos is interesting is because it's going to snow. But if it wasn't going to yeah. snow, it wouldn't matter at all. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be getting. I I, I think I'm going to be getting Ravens. Nobody, Titans. who even gets these games? Like thirty people combined probably get these games on cable. Yeah, I think on cable I'll get Rams Broncos, so I'll probably be watching <sighs> that one. But like in terms of like Jags Cowboys or Ravens Titans, no, I think I get Ravens Titans. Yeah, because Tennessee's a whole lot Titans. closer than Dallas. Are they playing in Tennessee? Yeah, they're playing or in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably get yeah. Ravens Titans. Which is I All think right. it's the less the less shitty. Let's of the two let's games. get into the one 
good primetime game. There's supposed yeah. to be two, and there would have been two, but things happen. Yes. Patriots Chiefs. Um, I don't know how this is a thing, but the Patriots are favored by three and a half at home. Which they should means not be. Even if you take out the all. three, which I think is usually what they give to the home team in terms of being favorited, the Patriots would still be favored by half a point in this game. The Chiefs are winning. It's. I, w- I would be surprised if they don't blow them out. This is going to be an offensive shootout. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be one of the highest scoring games in that. It really is because both these most of these defenses are abysmal. Nobody can even cover like let alone. I don't think there's anybody on the Chiefs that can cover Dwayne Allen. Let alone Josh Gordon. No, I'm Dwayne Allen is a little extreme for an example there. Like Gronk, Gordon, and Edelman. That's that's snap. And then Brady's going to check down to Sony Michelle. He's just going to go off. But then you got on the other side. You got Hunt Hill. And Travis Kelsey. Yeah, we all saw what so happened with Terry is... Kill and Kareem Hunt last time the Chiefs came to New England. Yeah, they're yeah. Literally on NBC again. too, because it was the pre- it was the uh, regular season opener. I th- I think the Chiefs are going to win again. I'm terrified of this game, but I'm very curious because like all the experts have the Patriots winning this game for some reason. Like, um. I believe. FBI, I mean, that could happen. I could. I could see it going either way. FBI gives the Patriots I, a sixty-six percent chance of winning this game. I don't yeah, know that's how that no. Is. That's. I think that's ridiculous. I do think that is ridiculous because that's like that's like Patriots. You gotta understand. Like, I I don't care about like oh you know first time QB whatever. If Alex Smith can go into New England and torch the Patriots, Patrick Mahomes can go into New England and torch the Patriots. Yeah. That's that's probably what's gonna happen, to be honest. So we should pick. I, I, I would love to hear who we pick. <laughs> yes, um, I think the Patriots win an offensive shootout, but to be honest, that's probably not what's gonna happen. I don't understand. Like, I don't get that. Like, this is the second game that you've said that you did it my with guts, the Browns. My guts telling me that Chiefs Patriots are gonna win, but I feel like in an offensive shootout. You don't see the Patriots losing that Here's, much. It's weird, because this is two games this week that you're like, you know, that's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to pick them anyway. Pick two, just do it. You know better. I do know better, but this is this is what I think I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I don't think you picked against the Patriots once this year. I probably won't ever pick against the Patriots. You should know this by now, Bryce. Stupid. Well, we'll see how it goes Sunday night. All right. Monday night was this game that should have been really good, but now this would have been good. Honestly, this would have been a shootout. Jimmy Garoppolo against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Garoppolo got hurt, and neither of these teams have been incredibly impressive. Packers will probably just embarrass the Forty Niners. They probably will because the Forty Niners don't (laughs) don't got no defense. Richard Sherman's corpse is not good. Richard Sherman's old ass is not enough. He's really not like he is. He is not good anymore. Yeah, he fell off fast. All it took was a couple of Achilles injuries. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. I mean, come on now. Yeah. I'm, so, it I'm guessing you're taking the Packers, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I am too. The Packers are favored by 9.5, so. Lambert will really be rocking. Uh, oh, you, wanted, you actually brought up this really good point when we were planning this episode out the other night. Uh, Brady versus Mahomes, who would you want for the rest of the season? Okay, so. I want to I wanna just say that I got this from first take and it interests me and I wanted to talk about it. I swear I I don't take topics from first take every single episode. 
this one just really interested me and I wanted to talk about it. Yes, this was a very good topic that Bryce came up with, so I really think I that, did not come up well, with this. Well, the one that, that you brought up, at least. I should have I did not come up with this. You brought it up. First take, first take talked about it, and it interests me, and I wanted to um, I wanted to elaborate. So I wanted to just say Max Kellerman obviously took Mahomes because he's, you know, he doesn't like anti-Brady. He's Cliff Theory. I mean, there might be eventually some merit to the cliff theory take but not right now um Stephen a took tom brady and they had another guy on i don't remember he took tom brady so i i don't know based on i would honestly because last year we had the wentz brady argument right yes and well wentz got hurt so, I don't know. I mean, Mahomes is obviously brilliant. Uh, he's going to be a stud. But I just, I it's Tom Brady, man. You know, like, it's... it's Tom Brady. I mean, to be fair, Mahomes has thrown less passes and completed less passes and has 300 more yards than Tom Brady. And, and from a statistical standpoint this year, Mahomes blows Brady out of the water. But going forward, I mean, Tom Brady is just such a leader and such a talent that if, I mean, obviously if we're talking like building a franchise, I'm not, I'm obviously going to take Mahomes, but we're talking about one year I would probably take Tom Brady. Well, I guess the question has to be, are we talking postseason also? Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess that's the thing. I mean, I I guess we, I guess we are, which would definitely justify Brady. If it's postseason, then give me Brady all day. But if it's regular season, I'm a little more flexible when it comes to Mahomes because. Well, I mean, it's just Mahomes. I don't, I don't know, man. It's just. I know he's going to be great, and I know he's just going to take the lead by storm. But something, I mean, it's just Tom Brady, you know? Like, he's just been so good for so long, and he's still doing good. Like, he's still a, you know, great talent at 41. Mm-hmm. I just think his leadership and what he brings is a little more valuable to me than... Mahomes' athleticism and ability. Yeah, his ability to throw the ball 90 yards. Like, you don't need that, though. Like, you don't need to be throwing the ball 60 yards. You really don't. I mean, I, I mean, obviously it helps you out, but, I mean, that's not how new... I mean, that's just how his offense is set. Like, Mahomes', Mahomes offense is deep threats and, you know, athleticism at QB. Tom Brady's more like pick you apart do different things. <laughs> Honestly, he likes the check down, but I mean, when you can run it as well as New England can, then why not, right? Yeah. So, I would take Tom Brady because I think he is his scheme and his abilities work better for a whole like a, a like a run at a Super Bowl than Mahomes. 
Yeah, you're you hit the nail on the head with that. Uh, Brady for one season, obviously, you know, it when it comes to just what he's brought, what he's done, um, he he can easily lead a team to, you know, he sets the standard. You know, he's like he does. He's the, you know, you go into practice at training in training camp, or he's going to bring the same fire at training camp that he does at week six practice. You know, like that's just how that's just who he is. Yeah, and that's been part of this. That's been a big part of the reason why the Patriots. You can't, so and that doesn't that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. You know, that's just like something that is important to being an NFL team and being successful. Yeah, sure. And, you know, Brady hasn't had a great statistical season through the first five games so far. No, but I like he's been decent. He hasn't been Brady level, which is you know expected. He's going to get worse as he gets older. It's just how it is. I mean, you got to remember most of these. Like, he's thrown six picks this season so far. Three or four of those picks were off, like, tip balls by his wide receiver. So it's not like I, he was making yeah, bad Yeah, I mean, listen, not every, every listen, not every interception is the quarterback's fault. Of you course. Know, it's just how it is. But I, w- I would just take Brady for the year. Obviously, franchise is different, but I'd take Brady. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Brady for just one season. But if starting a franchise, easily Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Not even a question. I've really been loving what Mahomes has been doing this season, though. My God. And he's... listen, I listen. you could say, well, well, you just picked the Chiefs to beat the Patriots. That doesn't really change my take. But, I mean... Still, I mean... Still, it's just... Mahomes is great, and the Chiefs are probably the better football team right now. But listen, man, the Chiefs always love to sell this... Uh, sell this dream that... They're, they're just it. Yeah, the Chiefs do this every year. You know, like they'll start off really hot. I know they started five and zero last year. And, and look then, how that turned out. You know, they won their division, but they collapsed in the first game. Boat twenty-one point lead to Marcus Mariota. Not yeah, that's good not good. Yeah, that's uh, not a good. All right, what were we going to the, the elaborate on the Raiders a little bit? Oh yeah, so the Raiders. Um, John Gruden ruined this team. See, I, I disagree with that. You uh... um, well, I no, I agree with that. I I don't know about ruined, but uh, he certainly hasn't helped it so far. Okay, yeah, he in a sense, the only like awful thing he did was like back up the trade of Mac. Because this team was mid, even when, like, he got there. I mean, like, this team's biggest need right now is pass rush. Yeah, and they gave up their pass rush. I just, I don't really understand. I, I don't understand why they would do something like that. You know, it's been I, seven I, weeks I will since never, that trade's been done. I will never understand it. I wrote an article about it. Plug your article um, while you're at it. No, I, I'm not, like, going to link it. I just, you know, I I will never understand this trade, ever. I don't care who they get with these picks. I will never understand it. Khalil Mack, yeah, you can have two first-round picks, but Khalil Mack is a legitimate, a generational talent. Like, you don't get generational talents with every first-round pick. Yeah, more often than not, you're going to draft two scrubs and, like, or two mediocre or good guys, but they're not going to be on the level of Khalil Mack. 
No, like, like there's. You could start comparing Kilomat to greats. Yeah, you can. Like, there's not a lot of people that you can do that with in the NFL right now. I mean, obviously, you got you know the ones that you can obviously stand out, but like, you can't just you can't just pick that out in a draft. It's just, I think it was incredibly stupid on the part of the Raiders to trade away Mac, but the team wasn't. The team was kind of iffy in general, anyway. I think. Um, I don't know. I I'll never get it. I I, I still feel like this is gonna be a move we're gonna look at years from now and like, just be like, how do you make two massive questionable moves in the same offseason? Like you give a guy that hasn't coached since two thousand eight ten years a hundred million dollars. And then you trade away your franchise player. How do you... How? I mean, I think paying any coach $10 million a year is ridiculous. Okay, yes, but especially a dude that hasn't coached since 2008. Of course, yeah. Do you know how much the league has changed since 2008? Yeah. I mean, holy shit. Dude, in 2008, you can get away with, like, running the eye as your main fucking... Dude, like, offense. roughing the passer rules were not nearly... Dude, you could, you could literally kill people 10 years ago. Yeah, this fucking catch rule wasn't a thing. Uh, this helmet-to-helmet -helmet thing was not a thing. The, the, Randy league... Moss was still a threat. Yeah, but 2008 Randy Moss was significant. Well, obviously, Tom Brady was hurt that season. But like 2008, 2009, Randy Moss was just was not on the levels of what 2007 Randy well, Moss yeah, was. You know, you didn't have Tom Brady throwing to him, but yeah, that would slow anybody down. You have to go from Tom Brady to Matt Castle. Matt Castle. <laughs> but like, dude, the NFL. I can't believe the Raiders did that. Honestly, it made no sense to me when they signed Gruden for that much. It didn't really even make sense when they got Gruden. I mean, I can understand Gruden because Gruden was a really good coach, you know. I mean, he was, like back in yeah, fifteen years ago, his Super Bowl win was fifteen years ago. It was fifteen years ago. Half my siblings weren't even born fifteen years ago. Dude, I was like three. Like, do you know how much has changed since he's won that ring? Uh, yes, a lot. Dude, his his star player was like Warren Sapp. Yes, yeah, Warren Sapp. Like, Fucking like, Derek Brooks, Rondé Barber, um, John that was a Lynch. Team. That was a nice that defense. Was, yeah, that was a team. That was a defense for sure. Oh, man. I I don't know. It didn't make sense giving them that contract. It didn't make sense letting go of Mac, and they screwed themselves. I can't believe the man had the audacity to say to the media, pass rushers are hard to find. <laughs> it's almost like, as though you had a generational on. talent, and you traded him away well, from uh, yeah. I wonder, wonder what happened. Man. It's like um, that uh, that episode of Family Guy where Peter gives a, or Peter like gives up the opportunity to boat for like the mystery box, then going on to say, "Oh come on, the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat." And you know the guy's offering him a boat. It, it's exactly <laughs> like that. You know he's saying like, "Oh, these draft picks could be anything. It could even be Khalil Mack." No, they won't get Khalil Mack. I don't think they'll ever get another talent like Khalil Mack. I, I still think that this is... I think, a, I think honestly, it is a terrible move because now they're going to be moving to Las Vegas and their team is not going to be good and it's not going to bring in revenue. It's just going to be another reason why people get disappointed in Vegas. Oh, man. 
They're, they're, they're definitely not going to be like the Golden Knights, that's for sure. Nah, the Knights aren't even being that good so far. I mean, they're four Well, I mean, soon. last year, obviously. They last their, year, yeah, you know, definitely. They have their run, but, you know, they won't, the Raiders won't put together anything like that unless some major changes. Oh, of course. Definitely it's, not. It's not even Derek Carr. Like, I don't, I don't blame Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr's been yeah. good enough to get the job done. Exactly. But the defense has sucked because they got rid of Mac. The defense wasn't really built. The defense was good because Mac could get to pressure. The defense was good because you had to give so much attention to Khalil Mack. Now they don't. And, yeah, it's kind of coming undone now. You're relying on, like, a... Like, they built built the defense around the fear of Khalil Mack. Yeah, and now that Mack's gone, they realize that the rest of this defense isn't a problem. Yeah, Yeah, it's just not... It's not. It's not good football. It is not good football. But uh, I think we can, we can move on to our next topic now. I think we've covered everything football, so I think we're uh, we're actually already an hour in. So yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's let's shift gears a little bit over to MLB. Um, uh, I'm pretty psyched about MLB right now because uh, obviously the Red Sox moving on, but uh, at the same time. Uh, the Yankees lose to the Red Sox. That's a baseball screw. No, no good teams. Well, not in good teams. No watch. No viewership. So this isn't gonna matter anymore. I'm certainly done watching baseball. I'm kind of the only reason I'm glad the Yankees lost is I have an excuse to stop watching baseball now because it's so boring. I can't stand it. But. Yeah, the Red Sox win. Uh, I mean, Joe Girardi's the manager. The Yankees win, but that's just it is what it is. You see, I don't know if that's true, but oh, uh, if the Yankees the Yankees don't lose game the Yankees don't lose game one if Girardi's managing. Damn. I don't think they even. I don't think they lose game four if Girardi's managing either. Honestly, I can see CC game four, but I'm not CC, so sure about game. CC one. doesn't go out for that. That you know that inning. I don't want Boone back, honestly. I'm gonna. Ch- I, I honestly, the Yankees Yankees fans are probably gonna treat Boone like half the country treats Trump. Like he's our manager, but we don't claim him as our manager. So you're he's, so you're already, pulling, incompetent. you're already pulling the plug on Boone. Oh yeah, I pulled the plug on him after Game Three. How do you lose seventeen to one on your own ballpark? Sixteen to one, that's, actually. Sixteen to one, seventeen yeah. to one. It doesn't matter. How do you do that? You put your ace on the mound when number one, he shouldn't have been pitching that game. Number two, game the wrong start time. Yeah, number that's th- something I love. Like, how do you screw up the start time of a playoff game against your biggest rival? It's just m- moron. He's a moron. Like it wasn't like a time I, zone or thing or anything. Like he just I gave him the do wrong his time. Job. I could dead ass do Aaron Boone's job better than Aaron Boone can. I'm sure you could. I honestly could. I really like. It's not even like all he did. He just made like a simple mistake. That's all he did. He made simple mistakes that I could have corrected, like bringing bringing Sevy out. He did it. He did it twice in two games. He brought out a pitcher that was clearly not you know, able to go that next inning, and he did it anyway. 
What we should have done, CC should have thrown Game 3. We should have just thrown Game 3 to the Wolves. We should have just tried, maybe, maybe kind of a bullpen day for Game 3, just because it's CC. In Game 4, we should have had Seve. But Aaron Bloom, you know, I don't know, man. I think he's kind of an idiot. Well, I'm not sure I 100% agree with you wanting to pull the plug on Boone yet. I understand why you'd want to do that. I'm just not sure if oh, I necessarily it agree. It won't happen. Boone will come back next year and will underperform again. Yeah, you know, probably win another 100 games next it, season. Still not make the or still not win the division. Oh no, I think next year 100 wins might be good enough. You I think so? Think 100. I don't think 100 needs coming back. Especially because I don't think Houston will have too much of an issue with Boston. I think Houston's just a way more complete team. You still think Houston's gonna? Oh yeah, Houston's gonna Houston's gonna win the World Series. Really? And I think I think that was pretty evident. You know, maybe that was kind of clouded by Stanton going to the Yankees. But Houston was never not going to win the World Series again. They're way too good. They're so there. There is not one weak spot in Houston. Where could you name me one weak spot? Um, no, not really. Nowhere, nowhere. They're they're the most complete team in baseball. I mean, I know their starting pitching is really good. They got a great lineup. Um, I don't know how their bullpen really is. Their bullpen's pretty. They they added Robert Osuna. That's so right. They did Osuna. They're they're pretty good. I mean, listen, those Boston bats. Yeah, sure. They're pretty. They're pretty in April through September, but we're not in April through September anymore. And now you got to play a, a team that is actually you know, has a has a manager that understands baseball. Might want to watch out for that now. Well, I mean, the bats looks pretty good in the Bronx. Yeah, but you're not playing in the Bronx anymore. I don't know, man. It's gonna bats be. Bats a... really didn't look that great in the Bronx. Only game three, and that was just because our pitching was terrible. They didn't look good game four at all. They didn't look good game one. They didn't look good game two, and they didn't look good in game four. Yeah, we don't talk about I'd game be, two though. I'd be shitting myself if I were you, to be honest. No, I'm not nervous. Um, I think it's going to be a good series. I don't think it's going to be... I mean, you, you got the mental capacity of like an eight-year-old. Okay, I, okay. Those concussions set you back way farther than you think, but... <laughs> I, um, the Red Sox, I don't see their... If the Red Sox do win, it's whatever. I'll, I'll be worried if the Astros take both the home games at Fenway. Oh, they probably will. I don't think they will, you know... Fenway's not that good of an atmosphere. Chris Sale, the game Astros. one of the postseason? I'm not concerned. Well, yeah, but I, who are they throwing? I don't know. Uh, probably Ver- I, think they're, I think they're throwing Verlander game one. Well, if they're throwing Verlander, that cancels out because Verlander's fucking nuts. Verlander could easily shut down that lineup. Just as how Sale could easily shut down the Astros lineup. I don't know if that's that true. Could happen. I don't think that's really... I don't see I don't see Houston struggling against any of these pitchers. Yeah, maybe not. You know, maybe maybe I'm delusional. I mean, maybe, I mean yeah. Series in four maybe obviously Sale. Yeah, Sale's good, but I don't I don't see the fucking like they have to throw David Price again at some point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Price is getting game two at Fenway. Well, 
Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> like, if they might win by 20 runs. I mean, it, that's they're not winning game two if Price is on. They're not winning a game that Price starts. You know, man. Went, well, Price went one point two against the Yankees, right? Yeah, and you know he got. He rocked. might go point. He might go point two against the Astros. Aside from those three home runs he let up against the Yankees, he did not have a bad outing, though. Oh yeah, just you know, minus the three, like you know, bombs. You know. Yeah, he gave up some bombs to one of the best hitting teams in baseball. I'm not. That's not something that concerns me. Because, you know, the Yankees are bombing off everybody. <laughs> yeah, and guess what? The Astros, they're way better contact hitting team. They're going to they don't have, rattle they don't have guys, price. I wouldn't say they really have a guy like Stanton or a guy like Judge. I mean, George Springer is probably their best They have guys that are way better. They have fucking Bregman and Cora and Altuve. Cora Correa. Yeah, I was about Correa, to say. Correa, Bregman, Altuve. I mean, I think Dude. Bregman and fucking uh, George Springer are the two best home run hitters. They're not on the yeah, same George level as Stanton Oh, no, listen. No, fucking Bregman. Bregman had a way better year than Stanton. Well, not in terms well, of home maybe, runs. Well, maybe not in home runs, but still. Yeah, like, in terms of hits, absolutely. I'd be way more afraid of this lineup than the Yankees. Is he serious? All the Yankees, the Yankees, all they can do is hit home runs. They don't do anything else. They're just pure power, but the Astros are actually they can they can hit it into the gap, they can get the singles, they can get the doubles, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, sure. But I mean, you know, at the same time, you know, a lot of people will talk about last year's Red Sox Astros series. Oh, the Astros won that one in four pretty easily. Um, this is not the same Red Sox team as last season. It's a much better it's, team. It's honestly outside of their lineup, is it really that much better? Like I think the pitching rotation is better. I mean, sales rest. Nice. Sales, the big the big issue with Sale in last year's postseason was that John Farrell worked him too hard in the regular season. That's why he I, came up flat in the postseason. Listen, but you know, all I'm saying, listen, I don't think you get the good start from Avaldi. I don't think you get the good start from Porcello against this team. And obviously, your bullpen's not good enough. The bullpen's it, definitely what scares me the most about this Red Sox team. That's what I mean, man. Those pretty bats are good, but now they got to play a real team. Yankee, I don't think. I never saw the Yankees as real. They were way too shaky the whole year, and I kind of expected this to happen. But now you got to play a team. Now you got to play a real team. Yeah, I'm. And I think it's gonna be a good if, series. I'm looking forward to it. There's no way you leave Fenway with every win because you have to throw Price. You see, it's two. Is it two? It's two three one, right? Two three one. What do you mean? Like you play two in Fenway, then they play three if needed, and uh, it's two three two. So we play two in Fenway, then three in Houston, and then two. Oh yeah, yeah, Fenway. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, if you don't win two in Fenway, which you won't, because Price is gonna pitch. This shit's over. <laughs> that shit's that shit's over. Like, how are you gonna win in Houston? Houston's a fucking good atmosphere. I'm pretty sure the Sox split it the four gamer in Houston this year, didn't they? Um, we're not. This is not the regular season. I'm just saying, man. That's the, if you're gonna go the last no, time the Red Sox no, played in Houston. The biggest, that's the biggest mistake you can make. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna make any implications off of it. But like, you know, you're counting out the Red Sox way too early, man. Oh, no, I'm not. I know I'm not. You absolutely they, are. They didn't look good. They honestly didn't look that great against the Yankees, and the Astros are probably. 
three times better than the Yankees. Man, you are slandering your own team the hell out of it tonight. It's the fucking truth. I, 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 what do you want me to say? I don't know. I mean, I, I have some faith suck. in my guys. What can I say? Oh, yeah, you get a faith in you guys. Like, why? I'm not I'm not talking about the Red Sox at this point. Yankees are not fucking good. I don't care how many games they won. I don't care what they did. They broke the home run record. So what? It didn't mean anything. Didn't mean shit. Came, we came in October. Aaron Boone had a fucking meltdown. And we got embarrassed. Let the racists win again. Oh, God. I mean, I I just don't. It's just how it is. We're not a good baseball team. We win as many games as we want. That's fine, but we only won two in October. And one of them was a wild card game, so that doesn't really count as playoffs. Well, I, I guess absolutely does stop. Well, um, yes, all right. I'm, I'm, a lot does. of people, a lot of people don't count the wild card game. I don't really know if I count the wild card how? game. Or not. I don't know. How they count it like a game one sixty three. Game one sixty three is way different. That's what that's way what he, that's what other different. people say. You know, I don't really know how I how I count. Game one sixty three breaks a tie. The wild card game does not break a tie. Way different. Not even close to the same. One sixty three is normally not a playoff game. Yeah, one sixty three isn't a playoff game. I, well, I, there I, was I didn't two, say it was like a There was two one sixty three games this year. Yes. And all four of those teams still made the playoffs. So how is that the same? No, I that doesn't make sense. I, what I was saying was people consider it like a game one sixty three. I didn't say it's as a one sixty three game because obviously there were two that's game stupid. 163s. Look, man, I don't. I, that's not my take. That's what other people's takes are. You know, take it up that's with them. Stupid. Don't take it up with me. Take it up with them. I don't know how you can even think that makes sense. I didn't say it makes sense. I mean, well, then why'd you even? That's what other people say, man. I'm not. I I understand this what other people say, but you should, you know better. <laughs> You're not other people. Yeah. No better I, than that. I'm just giving Game the other perspective. I'm playing devil's advocate here, you know? Giving the other side. I I really don't know how I see it, to be honest. I mean, yes, it is sort of a playoff game. It's, it's, it, listen, it's the worst playoff system I think you can have in baseball, but it'll probably never change. Do you think that the wild card should be a three-game playoff series? No, I, no, honestly, I don't. So what, do you think they should have the four I just playoffs? fucking may as well leave it at this point. I mean, why not? It's already shit, so... It's like the kickoff in football. It's always going to suck, but there's nothing you can really do about it. Well, like, what do you, what do you think would be the best way for the MLB playoffs to operate? I, I really don't know. It's weird. Baseball... Man, baseball is just weird. Barely a sport. Like, this is, like, it is probably the closest thing to a hobby other than golf. There is literally a rule. Like, I know this This is, this is going to sound ridiculous, and it might not make sense to even bring it up. But there was a rule, like, where you went, like, you know, when baseball was founded, that the pitcher, the batter had to tell the pitcher what pitch he wanted, and the pitcher had to comply. Like, that was baseball at one point. What are you talking about? There was a rule that the batter requested a high pitch, a mid-pitch, or like a medium pitch, or a low pitch. This is a real rule. I'm dead serious. When, when Pitcher was had to rule? comply. Like, oh, when baseball was founded. Like, this was... 
one of the rules. Like you know, like I the mean, one bounce, catch it on one bounce. It's an out rule, like that, like that kind of era. This is barely a sport, honestly. Man, I'm, I'm I gotta be honest. I'm not digging the baseball slander right now. You know, baseball is one of my favorite sports, but yeah. um. It's still barely the sport. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up rules from like the 1880s, I I just thought that was funny. I know that is that funny. That is that, that is pretty funny. That has that has no bearing now, obviously. But I just thought that was funny that that was even a rule. That is pretty interesting. Though. I didn't know that the the batter had to pick the pitch. I know a lot about baseball. I just don't. I I just. I, it's just it's such an outdated sport and the only thing that keeps it going is oh it's america's pastime what happens when when basketball becomes america's pastime you think you think this MK is going to become america's pastime, pastime with the warriors oh oh yeah basketball is set back for a couple of years yeah basketball is going to very it's still very watched like people watch that shit still somehow somehow we do Somehow we put up with that. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to kind of not watch it as much as I used to because it's like it sucks knowing what the end's gonna be. I can't tell you. This is bad. The NBA is the only like business that I like. You can just know what the finals are. Gonna be. Like baseball, even right now, I don't. I mean, I can make my guesses, but I couldn't tell you what the World Series is gonna be. Well, that's In the what NFL. I, was do next. I mean, I was we gonna... can. I was going to talk about the NFL a little bit. And then... Well, here's the, the NFL. I can tell you. I mean, I could say the Rams look like Super Bowl favorites, but I can't really, like, you know, guarantee that. I, it's just NBA is like, yeah, the Warriors are winning. That's just common knowledge, you know? You know, it's just how it sometimes got to be. That's uh, just how it is. It won't be that way for much longer. I certainly I hope think. that. I hope, the, I hope the Warriors split up eventually. One, I would say one to three more years max. I think it's going to be like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna highball it and say three to five because I feel like they're gonna develop more players out of this system. No. Even as the mm-hmm. even as the stars right now, they five is way off. too much. I think they're gonna five start developing players much. and then they're just gonna start falling off. No, because KD, I mean, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, we got super sidetracked there because believe it or not, even there's actually another league in the MLB. It's not just about the American League. Wow. Um, would never per, guess. per sources, of course, you know. What if your sources said happens in the said league that is way different than the AL for some reason? This is why I don't think baseball's a sport. <laughs> like, how how are these leagues so different? Yeah, it's incredible. Can, like, the only big difference is the pitcher's bat how, in this league. But like, yeah, but that's so huge. It is huge. That's massive. Like the DH rule, you don't understand. Like that is huge. It is huge. I'm aware. You know, like, we've had. Two great DHs in the past. Yeah, it is. That rule is huge, and I don't understand how it's not evolved to the NL. It doesn't make sense. It, it should be because, like, I feel like there would be a lot more parity in the MLB. If you the MLB would honestly probably be so much better if the NL was on every team, or if if the DL, the DH, the DL, DH Third was on every team. I. How is this not in the NL? I just, I will never get it. I don't know, but I feel like they should bring it, because I feel like, you know... I mean, Dodgers-Brewers, this is going to be a really good series. Okay, okay. We either need the the DH removed or the DH on every team. We need something. I think DH on every team is better. Like, it cannot be different. I agree the DH 
the DH is certainly better for viewership yeah. and entertainment and the game, but bro, how is it not the same in every league? Please, like how? We are not in the 1800s. This is, we need this changed. I know I'm ranting, but this is something that irks me like every day. Well, I know we've been moving up. We've been talking for a little while, so let's just uh, let's make our picks for the NLCS and the ALCS, and then we'll move on to basketball for our last. All right, I'm picking the Astros, and I'm picking I don't know Dodgers or I mean Brewers look good. They both look the really Dodgers. Good. The Dodgers are also the Dodgers. So I I think the NLCS is going to be really really good. And I think I think the NLCS will be the best series we get this postseason. You really think so? Oh my god, yeah! Because the Brewers are super are red hot, and the Dodgers are incredible and they have so much talent. By the way, I remember saying this these exact words about the Braves. Uh, they're not ready yet. I said those exact words, and I was completely right. So. Uh, Score one for me. Yeah. Um, You're right. You got that. You got that take right. I'll, I'll accept that. Um, the 49ers make the playoffs for the Vikings. Oh, no. Um, Come I'm on, gonna man. take the Dodgers and the Astros. All right, we are gonna again. Yeah, that's that's a little boring, but um, I'm nobody's watching that again. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm actually going with the exact opposite picks. I'm gonna. I have faith Red in the Red Sox, Sox and I like the Brewers because the Brewers have just been on a. That tear. actually happens. The Red Sox probably won the World Series, which would suck. Red Sox would beat the Brown. The Red Sox would beat the Dodgers. The Red Sox would put up a really good fight against the Dodgers. I'm not 100. percent I think the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox would beat the Brewers, but I don't think they'd beat the Dodgers. I think they could take the Dodgers to six or seven at least. Yeah, but they probably beat the Brewers in five. I think my I think my pick when this postseason started was Brewers and six or Red Sox and six over the Brewers. Yeah, it's realistic. I still think we're gonna get Astros Dodgers again. Nobody's gonna watch. It's gonna be a snooze fest. I don't think I watched any of Dodgers Astros last year. I honestly. maybe watched like half a game at most. I was rooting for the Dodgers though. I remember that. It did go to seven. That's probably the most boring seven-game series ever. Yeah, There's actually, actually some good-ass games, too, but whatever, man. Nobody cares about the Astros or Dodgers. All right, well, All right. we need to talk about basketball. Yeah, we got this. a couple basketball topics this week, so we're actually going to go heavy on the basketball, even though we're we got two. an hour 22. It's going to be a longer. Ready. To be fair, the last episode was under an hour 30, so yeah, this is fine. that's true. All right, so why don't you talk about what we got going on for the NBA? Okay, so we need to discuss uh, this Jimmy Butler practice that happened. Yes. They literally canceled practice today. Yeah, they had a meeting today, right? I think it's absolutely... Jimmy Butler, if you don't know what happened, and uh, if you don't know what happened, I don't think you follow sports, but I'm going to explain it anyway. So Jimmy Butler showed up to the Timberwolves practice, right? Right, right. He he teamed up with the third stringers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. He beat the starters with the third stringers. Does that seem like a problem? Um I think that is you, a problem, but I think it's I a just bigger problem say how he this. reacted to that. No, I don't okay, number one, I think the way he reacted was the way he should have reacted. 
And number two, this is the team you picked to make the playoffs. By the way, you put the you put the Timberwolves in the playoffs. So uh, yes, but I didn't expect Jimmy Butler to go like you know. This. I, actually, I actually that was happening when we picked those. Not not playoffs. on this level though. Maybe not on this level, but it was still like it was known that Jimmy Butler didn't. It was known that Jimmy Butler didn't want to be here, but it's uh, he wasn't. It never ends well when a player doesn't want to be there and is forced to be there, and you you know this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, So what do you what what do you think the Timberwolves do now? (laughs) Um, I think they know he's right that they need him to win, but I don't know if they're. I mean. Well, I, you I just, can't just keep him on the team now. I I just like, don't after, know. I just don't know what you do with him at this point. There's you have to trade him. Like there's no other choice. You I mean, have you're, to. You're 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 screwing your team over either way. So like you might you. I think maybe you're Jimmy either Butler, leaving. You'll at least get okay. I want to just say this: Jimmy Butler is not a cancerous teammate. He's only a cancerous teammate when there's when he's on a team that doesn't want to put in the work as much as he does. So I'm gonna say he's he's a cancer, but he's not a cancerous teammate. So don't take this the wrong way. But Jimmy Butler is a cancer to the wolves, right? Yes. You can't just leave him on the team. You have to get rid of him somehow, some way. You have to get this man off of your team. Now, at first, they wanted to move him for like you know solid pieces, and they you know talking with the Heat. And, you know, and they ask for too much from the Heat, which is, if you were asking too much from the Heat, then who the hell are you even asking for? But I think you really, I really think the Rockets have a chance. You think the Rockets are going to land him? I, I don't know if they'll land him, but I think they have a chance. All right, all right. And it's really what I read is they're actually they're talking about a deal, but they don't want to give up PJ Tucker, which is so funny to me because we're talking about Jimmy Butler, and they don't want to give up PJ Tucker. But I I do kind of understand why I understand they the sentiment give... there. But I mean, if it's Jimmy Butler for PJ Tucker, I mean, who no, isn't... it's not. No, well, obviously, obviously, it's obviously not, not straight up. I I shouldn't you know, have said PJ straight Tucker up. Obviously, PJ, PJ Tucker and some uh, other capital. Uh, you kind of need. PJ Tucker's really good to have. Yes. So I understand like him him like not wanting to give him up. But at the end of the day, it's if, Jimmy Butler, like Yes, but still you want a bench. <laughs> I mean you want some death you want some talent coming off your bench, right? I, would I mean say, they kinda so. already their bench was already like really, really, really bad for, because they gave up pretty much their old bench for C P three. So, I mean, they really can't give up. I don't think they can afford to give up Tucker, but, I mean, we're talking a lineup that's like Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Mello, and Capella. I mean, that's that that could challenge the Warriors. You think it could challenge the Warriors? Yeah, that could easily challenge the Warriors. I think they oh, could. Yeah. But I, they the took Warriors, the Warriors deep in the series. They did, but the Warriors looked very average in that series. Yeah, but I and mean, this, so. that Warriors team also didn't have Boogie, so you know. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, with Jimmy, you gotta understand with Jimmy Butler, James Harden, and CP3, and maybe if Melo works out, that's a team, and that is that's a roster. Yeah, 
All right, you know what? You make a good point. I'm gonna. I, I agree with you on that. I I just I can see the Rockets maybe beating the Warriors if they can get Butler. But if they don't, obviously, yeah, they don't have enough. But still. Yeah. All right. I, Rockets. That, I that's, that's, that's interesting because I haven't heard anyone really talk about the Rockets yet in terms of like landing Butler. So. Like it, it's it's a possibility, man. It really is. It could happen. Really could. Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't even mind it happening, man. I just want yeah, anything, anything to get the somewhat anything to get the somewhat entertaining, power, dude. It's just something. This basketball, this season was gonna be fucking interesting too. Until Boogie joined the Warriors or the mid-level, ex- oh my god, that pisses me off still. But whatever, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Since we've beaten Jimmy Butler half to death the past few podcasts, which is the Wolves' fault. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, there's another star that uh, has potentially been in, in the talks for being on the move. Uh, Anthony Davis. Okay, I want to just... This man has been rumored to be on the move for, like, his whole career. Yes, and... This isn't new. Normally, we wouldn't be talking about this, but I believe now, it was he's Kyrie actually, Irving. This time, this time, though, he's made some... He's named some teams. Which are the Knicks... Oh, brother. The Celtics... This is the teams he named. Yes, the yes, Knicks, I know. The Celtics... Lakers, I believe. I I think there was another one, but I can't remember. There was a fourth team, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I only really remember the Celtics. I know Kyrie was like texting him about it, and he's trying to recruit him to come to the Celtics. Uh, well, okay, he can't. Okay, there's not there's not going to be any recruiting because he is he is in New Orleans till if he doesn't get traded, he's there till 2020. Is what it is. But. I don't think the Celtics really should trade for AD. I don't think they need him. I agree they don't need him, but I was and I, but I was talking about like, this with one of my buddies like, on the rugby team. Like okay, let me let me explain why. It's like I I would I trust Brown and Tatum enough to be like to build on. Like I don't think you need to trade for AD and give up young core pieces. Or AD right now. I don't think you do. Well, here's now if I'm the if I'm the Lakers, it's a different story. If I'm the Lakers. I would shell out some young talent for AD. Well, all right. Here's this. I, I I agree that you know the Lakers would be a very interesting landing spot for him. But here's a point that one of my friends on the rugby team made. Why don't you let this season go by? And I believe Al Horford is a free agent at the end of this season. So you can let Al Horford go, and you can trade for Anthony Davis instead, because Danny Ainge has a shitload of draft capital coming for this upcoming draft. What would the deal be? Like, the pick? Uh, you could trade, the, like, the, the pick, pick. and two players for AD? You, you could probably do a couple picks and a player for AD. No, they'd probably not. They'd, no, I think, they, I think I, they have four picks in they, you can You can give them the pick. No, they want the Kings pick. If They, get they the want the Kings, Kings pick, pick, but they still have three other picks at that point. They won't care about those. They want the Kings pick. It's the Kings pick or no pick. Hmm. That's the one they care about. So if they if that one's if they okay, let's say who would you give up? Because you probably got to give up at least 
one or two more players after that. I mean, we're talking about Anthony Davis. Yeah, so specific players. Um, a couple names I've heard tossed around. I think... It ha- it's probably going to be... It would be probably Tatum or Brown. It's not going to be Tatum. Player. They're not getting rid of Tatum under any circumstances. Okay, so maybe, Brown. Maybe Brown. Brown and Rozier in the Kings pick for Davis. I think I think like that would enough? make that would make sense because I think that I think that I don't think that's enough. <laughs> Hold on, let's Honestly. you know what, let's uh, what's that? The NBA trade? It depends. It, no, the trade machine doesn't doesn't. It's irrelevant. It just measures the cap. Like that can happen, obviously, but that doesn't matter. Trade machine's irrelevant. Yeah, no. I just want to see. I just want to see what the trade machine says, though, because like that. That is. Oh, they'd accept it because it's based on salary cap. Oh, it's they, not don't, they don't even have. They don't. Even, do they even include the drafts in this? They don't include they picks, do they? Never mind then. It depends. Okay, so let's say the Kings are going to suck this year. So the South Leafs get the Kings pick. I don't think Rozier and Brown's enough. I honestly don't. You don't think it is, even with the Kings no. pick. Oh no, we're talking. Listen, we're talking about a generational talent. Like this dude is the closest thing we have right now to like a Tim Duncan, like or, or a Charles Barkley or anybody like that. You're gonna need to give up more than Brown and Rozier in a high draft pick. You could maybe Tatum and Rozier in that pick is probably it's, enough. It's not gonna. They're not giving up Tatum though. That's. Him, well, then him they're not getting. I don't think they're only. getting. If they don't give up Tatum, I don't think they get AD. I think that's just the reality. Well, because Brown, Brown, yeah, Brown's AD, good. He's a high energy guy, but it's not enough. Talking about AD. I mean, maybe you can go Gordon Hayward and Rozier. Hayward would be nice because that also that also loosens up on the cap. Well, I mean, then, then you got to resign AD the next year, <laughs> so <laughs> that's a two hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, you I know, mean, uh, the the Hayward deal would uh, definitely loosen that up. Yeah, maybe, but still, man. I mean, you got to give up. You're either giving up Tatum or Hayward, and probably Rozier and the Kings pick. Uh, I'd want. be a lot more comfortable giving up Hayward. Well, that's because you haven't really seen him play yet, either. Like, oh, I, I mean, I know, I know what Gordon Hayward can do, but in, Hayward, in terms of Hayward, like, either be like Hayward might either be not good enough, or he might be too good, or he, or he might be just right. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's risky. It is certainly risky. I mean, listen. Let's say they trade Hayward and Rozier. That's still Kyrie Brown. Tatum, AD, and Hortford. Let's say it happens this year, and they have Hortford still. Dude, a Hortford and AD front court. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that that'll be that would beat the Warriors easily. AD on AD on the Lakers is a good fight for the Warriors, but AD on the Celtics that would beat the Warriors. Absolutely. I wouldn't complain. Oh, obviously not. I fucking I hate Boston succeeding, but it's whatever. It is what it is. And I thoroughly enjoy Boston succeeding. So let's make it happen, Danny. And Danny's Danny's the best GM in the league by far. So mm-hmm. yeah, he does. And he's not afraid. He's not afraid to trade assets. No, he he, he absolutely it. is not. He he loves oh, that he shit. He'll do it. He'll do it. Lives for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think right. we've kind of talked about everything we want to talk about. Do you have any final thoughts, Bryce? Um, I wanted to 
thanks Steve. Um, you know he did a he did a great job on short note. Well, I guess short notice. We kind of knew he was coming on. I mean, I, I messaged him about two weeks before that podcast, asking him if he was yeah, still coming I, on. So still, it wasn't necessarily short I, I, notice, but I get what you're saying. Thank you for keep him. He kept the show going while I couldn't be here. Um, so thank you, Steve. Again, you were great. I'd love to have you back on at some point. Um, I'm glad to be back and doing the show again. I I didn't miss it. It really it really did hurt me that I couldn't go last week, but it is what it is. And uh, I thank you guys for continuing to support this show. And we're we're just going to keep growing and keep putting out these episodes, man. Yes, absolutely. You know, shout out to Steve. His Twitter is uh, at Andersley, at Anders. And then instead of an L, it's an uppercase I, E-E. Uh, he, huge thanks for him to coming on on relatively short notice. We had a great show with him. And, you know, as great it was as it was to have Steve, and I'd love to have him back on as a host, it's always great to have Bryce back on. Because like I said at the beginning of the show, without Bryce, there's no I'm walking here. And it's just... He's a huge part of this show, and obviously, you know, when it's a partnership like this, it's it just doesn't feel right without having both sides. So, you know, Bryce, it's great to have you back, man. Uh, let's get this bread, and let's keep it going. <laughs> oh, I really, did I really just say that? Oh yeah, you really said that. All right, all right, let, let's wrap this up. I just said that. <laughs> all right, so thank you for listening to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I believe this was episode nine, so we're going to have our 10th episode next week. That's fucking wild. That's insane. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, my Twitter is at Ian M. Cusick. You can follow me there. C-U-S-I-C-K. Uh, Bryce's, uh, Twitter is at It's Briz. I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. And I think we're about to wrap it up here. So, uh, thank you for listening and have a great day. See ya.